Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to morning worship. We're joined again by members of our family and friends from around the world, and we're hoping, especially this morning, to be joined by Talashi's sister from Nairobi. So again, if you spot someone that you don't know, it's probably Talashi's sister, and do make her welcome, please, when we go into the breakout rooms. Our service this morning will be led by our minister, Katrina, but she will be weaving together readings, poems, prayers, and hymns chosen by us. So we'll also hear the voices of Jenny, Jeff, Will, Tamara, Sylvia, Esan, Lena and George, Talash, Ken, Dr. Beth, and Elham. And we'll be singing along with ourselves, so as well as Paul on keyboard, we'll hear Sarah and Freya, and Ailey, Leo, and Rico. Then at 7pm this evening, the Baptist Union of Scotland will be hosting the last of their weekly prayer broadcasts on Facebook Live, but they'll continue on the first Sunday of every month from September onwards. I'm also giving formal notice this morning of our AGM and church meeting, which will be immediately after morning worship on Sunday the 13th of September. I'll be sending out papers for these meetings uh, during the week, but for the moment, if you could just make a note in your diary that our AGM and church meeting will be after morning worship on Sunday the 13th of September. Also look out for the September key arriving in your email inbox this week. You can tell that autumn has arrived because everything's getting going again. On Wednesday evening at 7.30, our autumn study groups begin. These will be available to everyone on Zoom, but if you would value the opportunity to meet in one of our homes, that is a possibility for a small group of people, socially distanced, of course, and with appropriate hygiene measures in place. So if you'd like to be part of either the Zoom group or the group that's going to meet in person, could you let Katrina know this week? so that she can either send you a Zoom invitation or put you in touch with the home-based group. 
So that's this Wednesday evening at 7.30 for the introductory session of our autumn study group. Next Sunday morning, we'll meet again at 11 a.m. for morning worship. And then at 7 p.m., evening worship begins again. We'll be meeting again with friends from other local churches, but this time on Zoom. And the service will be led by the Reverend David Coleman, the environmental chaplain to Eco Congregation Scotland. And David is someone who is well worth hearing. So that's next Sunday evening at 7 p.m., our evening worship on Zoom. But all the details will be in the key. These are all our notices. Thank you very much, Anne. And thank you, everybody, who's contributed in whatever way to this morning's service. What you've given me is amazing. So it should be a brilliant service. If anything goes wrong, if it's a disaster, if Zoom crashes worldwide, if the PowerPoints don't work, whatever it is, then it's my fault. But what you have given me is brilliant. So please do just enjoy um, everything that we have to offer you today. And as our call to worship this morning, I'm going to use some words from Genesis. Um, again, with the message paraphrase, it seems to be speaking to me a lot at the moment. So I hope that's okay. God said, this is the sign of the covenant I'm making between me and you and everything living around you and everyone living after you. I'm putting my rainbow in the clouds, a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. From now on, when I form a cloud over the earth and the rainbow appears in the cloud, I'll remember my covenant between me and you and everything living, that never again will floodwaters destroy all life. When the rainbow appears in the cloud, I'll see it and remember the eternal covenant between God and everything living, every last living creature on earth. The service we're going to share this morning reflects very diverse experiences of the last several months. Different emotions, different moods, different theologies, and they're all, they're all valid. Every single one of them is valid. So you may well laugh at points. You may cry at points. You might feel anger or regret or joy or sorrow or all of those or something else. And, and that's absolutely fine. If it does get a bit much, and it may do, can I suggest that rather than disappearing altogether, perhaps just turn off your video for a bit. Um, if you, you know, if, I, I appreciate we don't like people looking at us with tears coming down our cheeks. So if you need a break, just turn, turn the video off. But please, please do stay. Um, but we are going to share together and we're going to start by singing a hymn that was chosen by somebody for this morning, for your generous providing that sustains us all our days. So uh, with our mics off, let's sing together.
in time of need for God's support. One night, I had a dream. I dreamed I was walking along the beach with God, and across the sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to me, and the other to God. When the last scene of my life flashed before us, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at times along the path of life, there was only one set of footprints. I also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times of my life. This really bothered me, and I questioned God about it. God, you've said that once I decided to follow you, you would walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the most troublesome time in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, in times when I needed you most, you could leave me. God replied, my precious, precious child, I love you. And I would never, never leave you during your times of trials and suffering. When you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Gweddi'r arglwydd. Ein tad, yr hwn wyt yn y nefoedd, sancteiddi'r dy enw. Dilyd y deyrnas, gwneilu'r dy wyllys. Megis yn y nef, felly ar y ddaear hefyd. Dyrwy ni heddiw ein bara bainyddiol, a maddau i ni ein dyledion, fel y myddiwn innau i'n dyledwyr. Ac nac arwain i i brofed i gaeth, eith i'r gwared ni rag drwg, can eis eiddo tiwr deyrnas a'r nerth a'r gogoniant yn oes oesoedd. Amen. Baba yetu ulie mbinguni, jinalako litukuzwe, ufalme wako ufike, utakalo lifanyike duniani kama mbinguni, utupe leo chakula chetu chakila siku, utusamehe makosa yetu kama nasi tunabyo wasamehe waliotukosea, usitutie katika majaribu lakini utuokoe na yule muovu, kwa kuwa ufalme ni wako na nguvu na utukufu hata milele. Amen. Vater unser im Himmel, geheiligt werde dein Name, dein Reich komme, dein Wille geschehe, wie im Himmel so auf Erden. Unser tägliches Brot gib uns heute und vergib uns unsere Schuld wie auch wir vergeben unseren Schuldigern. Und führe uns nicht in Versuchung, sondern erlöse uns von dem Bösen. Denn dein ist das Reich und die Kraft und die Herrlichkeit in Ewigkeit. Amen. Padre nuestro que estás en los cielos, santificado sea su nombre. Hágase su voluntad tanto en el cielo como en la tierra. 
perdone nuestros pecados y nuestros pecadores. Denos el pan de cada día y no nos dejes caer en la tentación. Líbranos de todo mar. Amén. Ey pedaramo que dar osemani. Nome tu mogadas bot. Malakut tu biayat. Erade tu chekanan dar osemanas bar zamin nis karde shavad. Nane kafaf mar emruz be ma bede. Va gonahan mar bebash. چنان که ما نیز آنان که به ما بدی کردن را می بخشیم و ما را در آزمایش میاور بلکه از شریر رهاییده زیرا ملکوت قدرت و جلال از آن توست تا ابد آمین پیر موسو کورسس دنگویا تسی شوندس تاو وردس تتینیا تاو کارلیسته تسی تاو ولا کیب دنگویا Taip ir žemėje. Kasdienės mūsų duonas duok mums šiandien ir atlaisk mums mūsų kaltes, kaip ir mes atleidžiame savo kaltininkams. Ir nevesk mūsų į pagundą, bet gelbėk mūsų nuo pikto, nes tavo yra karalystė, galybė ir garbėje. Per amžius. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
The writer recalls, I saw a huge crowd, too huge to count. Everyone was there, all nations and tribes, all races and languages. And they were standing, dressed in white robes and waving palm branches, standing before the throne and the lamb and heartily singing, salvation to our God and his throne, salvation to the lamb. All who were standing around the throne, angels, elders, animals, fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Oh yes, the blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving, the honour and power and strength to our God forever and ever and ever. Oh yes. Funny kind of summer. Funny summer we've had this year. I don't mean funny in the amusing sense. Often these days brought little cheer. To lockdown, we offered no defence. Since spring, a new pattern to our daily living, past freedom steadily withdrawn. The rules were rather unrelenting. Prospects left us quite forlorn. Why let this new normal dictate our mood? For much in life we should be grateful. Adversity can still yield good if to kindness we keep faithful. So throughout these long summer days, when daylight our paths illuminate, we give thanks for God's abiding grace, our hearts his spirit might still permeate. So as funny summer slips quietly away, as autumn beckons, have no despair, confident, address each coming day with hope its challenges forbear.
This is a poem written a couple of years ago by Clint Smith, which speaks into many of the things on our minds and in our news cycles, from COVID to institutionalised racism. And today, thinking about Mercy Beguma, a woman who died less than three miles from our church building whilst negotiating the immigration and asylum process here. When people say we have made it through worse before, by Clint Smith. All I hear is the wind slapping against the gravestones of those who did not make it, those who did not survive to see the confetti fall from the sky, those who did not live to watch the parade roll down the street. I have grown accustomed to a lifetime of aphorisms meant to assuage my fears, pithy sayings meant to convey that everything ends up fine in the end. There is no solace in rearranging language to make a different word tell the same lie. Sometimes the moral arc of the universe does not bend in a direction that will comfort us. Sometimes it bends in ways we don't expect, and there are people who fall off in the process. Please, dear reader, do not say I am hopeless. I believe there is a better future to fight for. I simply accept the possibility that I may not live to see it. I have grown weary of telling myself lies that I might one day begin to believe. We are not all left standing after the war has ended. Some of us have become ghosts by the time the dust has settled.
on the day that um, I received this letter from the Scottish government telling me that I had to shield, it dawned on me that for the next 16 weeks at least, the only thing that I would be able to see would be through the window of our flat. Um, I feel very fortunate that I live in a place where there are mature trees and rhododendron bushes. And so every day I could hear the birds singing in the branches and I could watch the squirrels doing their trapeze acts up and down the street from branch to branch and tree to tree. So there was lots to see. And as Ken mentioned, the weather was so beautiful and the whole of nature seemed to be thriving even as we were contracting. And then in the evenings, I used to love to watch the lamps coming on all along our street so that by the time the light had completely faded from the sky, all of the lamps had come on and were lighting a path through the darkness. And at night too, I could stand at the window and watch the moon coming up over the city. And if it was a clear night, I could usually pick out um, Saturn and Jupiter, despite the spill from the streetlights. But of course, I forgot there would be one other window. This is the one that meant the most in all that time. So we sing together, brother, sister, let me serve you.
خدا با ماست خدا پناهگاه و قوت ماست او مددکاری است که در سختی ها فوراً به کمک ما میشتابد بنابراین ما نخواهیم ترسید اگرچه زمین از جای بجنبد و کوهها به قعر دریا فرو ریزند دریا قرش نماید و کف برارد و تقیانش کوهها را بلرزاند نهری است که شعبه‌هایش شادمانی به شهر خدا می‌آورد و خانه مقدس خدا را پرنشات می‌سازد این شهر هرگز نابود نخواهد شد زیرا خدا در آن ساکن است پیش از آن که اتفاقی رخ دهد خدا به یاری آن خواهد شتافت قوم‌های جهان از ترس فریاد برمی‌آورند حکومت‌ها لرزانند خدا ندا می دهد و دنیا مانند موم گداخته می شود. خداوند قادر متعال با ماست. خدای یعقوب پناهگاه ماست. بیایید کارهای خداوند را مشاهده کنید. ببینید در دنیا چه خرابی ها بر جای نهاده است. او جنگ ها را در سر و سر دنیا متوقف خواهد ساخت. کمان ها را خواهد شکست. نیزه ها را خورد خواهد کرد و عرابه ها را به آتش خواهد کشید آرام باشید و بدانید که من خدا هستم و در میان قوم های جهان مورد عزت و احترام خواهم بود خداوند قادر متعال با ماست خدای یعقوب پناهگاه ماست گادیزار شلتر انستریم آلویز ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not be afraid, even if the earth is shaken and mountain falling to the ocean depths, even if the seas roar and rage and the hills are shaken by the violence. There is a river that brings joy to the city of God, to the sacred house of the Most High. God is in that city, and it will never be destroyed. At early dawn, he will come to its aid. Nations are terrified. Kingdoms are shaken. God thunders, and the earth dissolves. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come and see what the Lord has done. See what amazing thing he has done on earth. He stopped wars all over the world. He breaks bows, destroys spears, and sets shield on fire. Stop fighting, he says. And now that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme over the world. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge.
think before I go any further, I really should say once again, a huge thank you to everybody who has contributed this morning. It's been a joy and a privilege and a bit of a challenge working with the material, but what precious material we have shared. When people were sending me things, whether it was a, a Bible reading or a poem or a photo or, or whatever, they would often say, well, I'm not sure if this is what you're looking for. I'm not sure if this is the mood that you're wanting to generate in the course of our worship at the end of the summer. And I really appreciate that people were that sensitive to each other as we are without doubt a diverse community. It really has been a funny kind of a summer hasn't it? Not what any one of us would have expected back in, in January, I don't think. And it does create a variety of experiences and thoughts and feelings and, and questions for all of us. And I think probably it has laid bare for us truths that we already knew, but perhaps needed to be reminded of. Right at the start of lockdown, do you remember when we were allowed out once a day for a walk or a cycle? And I used to go around the block because you weren't allowed out for all that long. And I would look up at the windows and I started to spot rainbows, mostly painted by children. Some of them with unusual mixtures of colours that you wouldn't see in a physical rainbow. Some of them made out of post-it notes. Some of them painted on with glass paint. And um, this one found its way into the manse window. The rainbow, an ancient symbol of hope. We heard that right at the start of the service. And it's a symbol that has been valued and appreciated by all sorts of different groups of people through time. So yes, it's really important in the Abrahamic faiths, Judaism, Christianity and Islam. But more recently, it has been become very important for the LBGTQIA plus community, people who have felt very much on the margins that the rainbow has given them a symbol of hope. And during lockdown, um, the rainbow has become associated with the NHS. But what I love about the rainbow is how it holds together such an array of colours. You probably wouldn't go out wearing red and purple together, or blue and orange, unless you work for Sainsbury's. There are colours that maybe we don't think fit, and yet in the rainbow, they find a home. And you know, I think that's somehow a metaphor for us as a church and also for this service. It's no secret that I love that image in Revelation, all the tribes, all the nations, and, and the message we, we actually see that um, the living creatures is rendered as animals. And I'm sure that's what it means. I never stopped to think about it until I read it in, in the message. This diversity of colour and language and age and ability and intellect and all sorts, whatever you think of, it's there. 
and it's worshipping God. And God delights in that. Over the years, I think I've probably said before, on a good day, Hillhead for me is a glimpse of that. At our best, we form a glimpse of that heavenly vision to which the writer of Revelation points us. We don't always get there. Of course we don't. We all mess up sometimes. But we glimpse that, that over the horizon. And I wonder, is there a colour in the rainbow that perhaps resonates for you this morning? Perhaps it's a colour you like, but maybe it's about your feelings. Perhaps it's that, that deep darkness of the indigo. Perhaps it's the gentleness of the violet, the brightness of the green, the boldness of the red. Or maybe it's some other colour. Because I think we've had some of that in what we've heard this morning, in the poems and readings and, and the pictures that we have shared. Things that are bright and fun and things that are deep and some of them dark. And yet they hold together. I think in the rainbow, we hold together the truths from the poem Footprints that reminds us that God is always with us, even in the darkest of times. I have to confess, if I'm totally honest, I don't always feel like God carries me when it's tough. But I certainly believe that God's there. And that's a really important truth to be reminded of. But so is the truth that Clint Smith expresses. But actually, you can't just go, oh, it'll all be okay, because sometimes the proverbial happens. There are people who will not come out the other side of this pandemic. There are people who will not live to see the day when the work of Black Lives Matter finally comes to fruition. There are people who will die waiting for the dreams which they reasonably hold to come to pass. We've shared a lot, beautiful images, deep and profound thoughts, and each of them contains truth that is worth pondering. I can't neatly tie all this together and I think that's right. I think I, I, I see things from ministers and theologians trying to tidy up the pandemic, trying to say, and this is what we've learned, people, and this is what God has shown us. And while well, I'm still working on that and probably will be for many years to come. I do think that that rainbow possibly has something to offer us as we try to work out how to hold those together. Apart from the Genesis and the Revelation readings, the only thing I've contributed to this service, and it's slightly self-indulgent, is the final hymn. It was written by a Glasgow-born Presbyterian minister called George Matheson. And if you know George Matheson's story, he was partially sighted and went blind at a young age. He studied at Glasgow University, and whilst he was there, his sight failed. And his fiancée decided she couldn't cope with living with a blind man, so she broke off the engagement. So his sister lived with him. And then she got married and left him. 
and he felt utterly, utterly abandoned. And it was in that abandonment that he, according to him, in around about 10 minutes, wrote the hymn that contains these words. O joy that seekest me through pain, I cannot close my heart to thee. I trace the rainbow through the rain and trust the promise is not vain, that morn will tearless be. The thing about tracing the rainbow is it doesn't deny the reality of the storm, but it refuses to be overwhelmed by it. Choosing to cling on to the promises of God expressed by the ra rainbow doesn't guarantee us a happy ending in this life, but it does remind us of the promises of eternity. And no matter how unsatisfactory that feels, sometimes that has to be enough. Certainly it has had to be in my experience over 57 years now. Clint Smith is absolutely right. Not everybody will live to see life beyond the pandemic or any other struggle. And for those who do, it may not be all they hoped it might be. But as he says, that doesn't mean that hope is futile. We hope even when the contradictions are contrary. We work for truth. We work for justice. We seek to love. And Ken is right that in adversity, there are still opportunities for kindness and love. Now, how many of us have experienced some of that over the, the recent months? Perhaps somebody who sent a card or, or some flowers, somebody who, who surprised us with a phone call or a gift. And Jenny's poem, or the poem read by Jenny, Footprints, is, is also true. That one day, even if only in eternity, we can look back and see that God was with us. I've quoted this Jewish prayer before, but I quote it again. It was written on a Polish ghetto during the Second World War. I believe in the sun, even when it doesn't shine. I believe in love, even when I can't feel it. I believe in God, even when God is silent. It's been a funny kind of summer, but we trace the rainbows, we trust the promises, we rage at the injustices, we do the work of love and kindness, and we journey on in the hope of our faith in Christ. Amen.
We come together in our prayers for others and in our prayers for each other. Let us pray. Creator God, who has created all things good, nothing is beyond your reach or your redemption. You are the God of the rainbow, of the whole of creation, and yet you care for each one of us. You are the God of the rainbow, an everlasting covenant between you and all of creation, an everlasting covenant with each one of us. We pray for all who are pilgrims on a journey, our companions on every road in each of our lives. Walk with us and be with us all to share the Lord. Creator God, your love gathers and enfolds all things in your creation. We give thanks that you are our refuge and strength, constantly with us in our dark days and in our days of brightness. We bring to you all the nations in uproar. We bring to you all the desolations of our earth. We bring to you all who live in fear because of the color of their skin. We bring to you all who cannot heal, all who struggle to forgive. Heal all our divisions, bring us together as brothers and sisters, and all may feel the embrace of your arms around them. Create a God who prepares a table in our presence, providing bread for us and for our neighbor, bread for sharing, bread for body, mind and soul. As we come together this morning, let us eat of the broken bread that makes us whole, filling us with your wisdom, love and healing power. Creator God, awakening us your truth and your light, providing new hope for our world, our neighborhoods and our church family. We bring to you now all in our church congregation all in our worshiping community, that we serve one another. And through this, we may live in the love that will not let us go, and from which blossoms life that shall endless be. This we ask through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
God said, when the rainbow appears in the cloud, I'll see it and remember the eternal covenant between God and everything living, every last living creature on earth. May the God of the rainbow bless us with courage to trust in adversity. May the God of the questions bless us with determination to seek truth. May the God of the promise bless us and all creation with tenacious hope, now and always. Amen. <laughs>